Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Welcome to Spirit Stuff with Aaron and Hillary. So um, if you guys just heard us now and it sounded like we were on a phone and saying hello to each other, it's because we are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this week, um, also some of you may have noticed our podcast didn't launch on Friday and uh, we had a really challenging time trying to get together to record this week. Um, so we, the, the best way that we could do it was to record essentially a conference call. So we're like conference casting right now. I don't know. What would you call it? (laughs) Yeah, something like that. And it was actually suggested to us by the ladies over at Absolute Worst Podcast. Um, They recommended this app that we're using called Anchor. Um, And we literally just figured out how to use it in the last half hour. So, yeah, true that. We tested it. (laughs) Right. We tested it out a couple times trying to make sure that we got the hang of it. And, uh, yeah, so if it sounds a little different, that's why. Um, We just wanted to make sure that we got our podcast out and kind of kept the weekly thing going, even though it's, you know, a couple days later than usual. But um, for the month of October, we are dedicating every podcast to death. Death. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Right, which, you know, seems like it makes sense because it's October and Day of the Dead Mm -hmm. and Halloween and all of that stuff. But um, also, you know, part of the reason why Hillary and I had some trouble getting together this week is actually I had a death in the family. And um, so as anyone can imagine, it was a very emotional and exhausting week. So mm-hmm. um, we thought it would be very appropriate uh, to start October off and, and talk about death. So the quote mm-hmm. that we have is actually from Lord of the Rings. Hill, do you want to tell them the quote? Yeah. yeah um, I actually don't I don't remember what this quote was in the movie, honestly. Um, but it's from Return of the King. And um, is it Gandalf that says it? Yes, Gandalf is the one that says it. I believe he says it to Pippin, one of the hobbits. Yes. Um, When when he's all stressed out about... Yeah, totally loses hope, and um, yeah. Yeah, and that's one of the reasons why I actually don't watch Return of the King as much as I watch the the towers, because uh, it's just, it's very dark. It's really dark, and it's very deep. And I think it's very a human thing um, to go mm-hmm. through all of that. So, yeah, I don't put myself through that movie too often. Although I'll watch, you know, War for two and a half hours you know, <laughs> weekly. <laughs> but anyway. Well, um, there's, the quote there's, is, no, there's yeah. no denying when Gandalf comes over the hill with the sunlight <laughs> and um, blinds yeah. all of the orcs. And, I mean, that is quite possibly the best part in the entire trilogy for me. So... <laughs> Yeah, it totally is. And you're like, oh, my God, that hill is so steep. But it's, like, totally yeah. fine because he's magical. <laughs> I always think that. I'm like, oh, God, it's, like, really steep. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, so the quote is, end? No, the journey doesn't end here. And mm-hmm. it's a lot longer. Like, Erin gave me a really great um, uh, gif or photo or meme of the whole quote, Um but that's kind of essentially what we're going to talk about anyway, probably what we're going to talk about all month. 
Um, so, yeah. Yeah. So I guess the the question in the discussion is what happens when we die um, in the realm or of just, fear just, or anywhere? Yeah, just like death in general. I mean, <laughs> death, I, yeah. um, I, I think when Hillary and I first started talking about spiritualism and um, also when I came to terms with my mediumship, this is, you know, over 10 years ago now. And, you know, I, I'll never forget a conversation Hillary and I had, we were sitting in our living room in our haunted house, of course. And she asked me what I was the most afraid of. And I told her um, being possessed and death. And mm. she was like, really that's like a really <laughs> weird fear and um you know i i never thought of it like that i i thought that was like totally normal that i would be really totally afraid of being possessed and totally afraid of death and based on what i was discovering about myself and mediumship it makes total sense now that of course i would be afraid of those things um but i was always uh, yeah. oh go ahead Go ahead. No, well, go. I was going to say, also, yes, no, that's a completely valid answer. I am, first of all, of course, I don't recall a conversation because I don't remember anything. But yeah, I also, right. why was I so weirded out by that was your fear? Like, that's a lot of people's fear. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> anyway, I, I go, think. Go ahead. I, well, I think at that time we were going through a lot of relationshipy stuff. And the fear uh-huh. might have been of, like, commitment or codependency. Yeah. You know, that was, that was a lot of stuff Young that we stuff. were actually Right, young stuff and a lot of stuff that we were actually physically going through. So I mm-hmm, think mm-hmm. that's kind of where you were coming from. But, you know, of course, I'm, you know, <laughs> out of left field. I'm like, oh, I am totally afraid of being possessed and, yeah. and dying <laughs> like, or just death in general. I won't go to hospitals. I don't enjoy funerals. I don't, you know, yeah. I don't like any of that. Um, you know, right. fast forward 10 to 15 years, and I'm completely the opposite uh, right now. But uh, I think, well, so many people fear death because they fear it of it being so final. And, like, it's the end of something. And that's why mm-hmm. I, I love this Gandalf quote because he was like, end? No, it's not the end. This is, you know, obviously you hear so many people continuously talk about death just being a part of life. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's why I continue to use the word transition now as well and not so much death or passing uh, it for me, it's more of a transition. It's literally going from one state to another. You know, my goal as a medium is just to help people heal through the knowing that life is not over just because you can't see someone physically mm. anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great way to put it. Yeah. Yeah, and I really like passing instead. I yeah. like that word. It just it sounds um it just sounds a lot more accepting because I think the other thing rather um also uh, in addition to finality is the fear of the unknown because we yeah. don't know what happens um and we don't know for sure and we can believe in things but we don't know for sure. Um, I tell this story a lot and I've told it on this podcast. Um, but when I was little, I would look at myself in the mirror, like all weird and mental, and like, <laughs> like yeah, see myself bald. 
okay, that was the first part. That was like, I was like, what if I didn't have any hair? Because um, I had a lot of hair when I was little. I still do. Okay, you just, still like, totally have a lot of hair, yeah. <laughs> I was like, what if I were bald? So I'd like look in the mirror and be like, okay, I got the bald thing. Weird, but it's okay. And then I would go further. I'd be like, what if I was in space? And I'd like picture the everything going away in the mirror and I was like in space floating around and then I was like what does that mean and I was like holy crap I'm all alone like I'm all alone and there's nothing else out here and I was like but that's okay because I believe in spirit stuff and I believe in what I believe in but the other thing is like but what do I do like do I do nothing um and what I was trying to think about is my consciousness that it was like, do ah. I carry my consciousness with me throughout? Wait, or? how old? How old were you when you were doing um, this? <laughs> this is in the Robinson Street house, so I was definitely six or seven. <laughs> okay. Meanwhile, me six or seven. I was like outside running around pretending I was Catwoman from Batman Returns, wearing like my mom's leather gloves. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I put that into breathe. perspective. Yeah, no, I couldn't breathe outside, so <laughs> I went internal with everything about consciousness. I love how deep internally you went, too. Not like internal just inside the house reading books. You were like doing mirror work when you were six or seven. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I actually wow. definitely haunted, too. Definitely haunted, too, that wow. house. So who knows what was helping me out or, or getting me to that level, but... But, yeah, I think that's another part that we deal with. And when we look at people who have died, especially loved ones, like, and I was going to say this week, it's not just that somebody passed. It's the logistics of death that is so overcoming. Because while you're dealing with this stuff, you also have to deal with, like, you know, getting your family organized, seeing family. Mm -hmm. It's it's just so much. Um, And I like to think of it as a certain sort of chaos. And I was actually talking to one of our friends, Amanda, about this on Thursday, about death. I said, you know, I I don't react to it a whole lot. And I think because when I was little, there was a lot of death around me um, in the recovery community. I was just aware of a lot of, you know, just people dying, like, because of their addiction, right. which is super sad. And I said to her, I think it was just normalized chaos for me. Um, so I think that some of us, that happens, too, if you feel like you don't know how to process death or you don't, it doesn't affect you, you don't cry at funerals, blah, blah, blah. Like, maybe it's just normalized for you in a certain way you've done that because it's such a big deal. Yeah, that's interesting. You know, I, my, um, I had a really interesting kind of perspective, um, at, it was my, uh, my grandfather that passed away at my grandfather's funeral this week. And, um, I, my grandfather was a, uh, born again Christian, went to an evangelical church. So obviously during, uh, the pastor speaking, I didn't, I couldn't align myself with everything mm. that he was saying uh, mm-hmm. religiously. Now, I, I definitely tried my best to interpret what he was saying in a way that would that would align with with who I am and what I believe and and how I feel. Um, but regardless, I I didn't know that I would be as um, emotionally impacted 
as I was. And I thought maybe mm. part of it would be because I, I feel like I do have a, an intimate connection because of mediumship with um, what some people call the other side. For me, I, it's just I think about it and, and the way I, uh, I feel it is so energetic that I, it, it doesn't seem like it's far away for me. It's kind of like right mm. here all of the time. So um, mm-hmm. I really didn't think I would be as emotionally impacted as I was, but I think what I think the the thing that made me the most emotional and and aware is all of the um, the memories that came flooding in and uh, mm-hmm. being with a family and extended family that I haven't seen for a very long time. Um, seeing the, the support and how, you know, one person's life was responsible for impacting so many different mm. people in so many different ways. It was, it, I, I was more emotional in a way of, it was almost like this profound, amazing moment. And I was so much more emotional for that than, quote, the, the loss of it because mm-hmm. I I don't even though I see it as a, a loss in physical form obviously it's not someone that I can have a conversation with and and hang out with and laugh with all of the time like I used mm-hmm. to um it it's still just the uh it was just very profound for me to experience that and and also having such um amazing people around that I haven't seen in so long you know one of the beautiful things about someone transitioning is it brings people together in a way that you never would have expected. It, it, is, mm-hmm. it is the one event that uh, literally allows people to shed all of their ego shit and just mm-hmm. say, you know what, we love each other. This is who we are. We're coming together for to honor this person, and and no one's gonna let their stuff get in the way of that. And it was mm-hmm. that's always a beautiful moment, especially when you're with family. <laughs> so, yeah, definitely. Yeah, and that's a positive thing about it. You know, yes. that's um, yes, that's a positive thing about death to think about. Um, because yeah, not all of us, and also not all of us will feel the loss of somebody when it happens in our lives. Like I didn't know your your grandpa that well, though I met him a couple mm-hmm. of times. But you know, I still felt the loss, and I I still felt emotional for you guys, um, right? Because of it. But at the same time, that also felt like more of a bringing together, like. Um, just checking up on you and sending a text to your brother as well, just say hello, I sent flowers to your mom. You know, I was just like, those are nice things that I felt like, oh, you know, I haven't, like, acted in this way in a while. Yeah. Like, just yeah. outside of myself or, um, you know, trying to put myself in, in your shoes and everything like that. And I also think it's totally great, you know, you still have – grandparents to think about that you were close with because my grandparents you know they died very early on in my life and I didn't have too many of them I I had the one um my dad's mom and dad for a while and then you know they passed earlier in my life so so yeah I think it was really cool and your family's just really cool your family's big and there's so much talent there as we were discovering we were talking about a couple (laughs) things you know and your grandfather was so 
cool. He did amazing things for this area. And with our area where we live in, there's a lot of unsung heroes, and he was definitely one of them because he carried a very important local business from from point A to point B. And, like, that was part of your family. Like, that's pretty cool to think about. It's really neat to think about that stuff, too. Yeah. No, definitely. And I I think – and that – all of those things that he's created physically and emotionally for people is mm-hmm. why there is no end. That's why there's no mm-hmm. end. I mean, and if this isn't the end in just talking about our, our spirit being able to energetically live on and continue to make impressions in people. This is, this is the, the idea that there there is no end because there will consistently mm-hmm. be people, places, and things here that continue to carry on that he has built that yeah. that makes it seem as though it, the end does not exist. Right. So, um, yeah. No, that's really cool. Yeah. Actually, I just thought of, as you're talking about that, I thought of a moment I had in Assisi where uh, it was actually in Greccio, um, and it, we were at a small chapel, and it was the, uh, I don't know, I forget what the theme was, but the um, the minister or whatever there told us to sit down and to think about people who have passed and people in our lives, and then he said, and also people who are not in our lives yet. Um, Ooh. And I was like, whoa. That's amazing, and I right. why everybody should go to Italy and sit in a church because there's something about oh my god, you know, religion over there that is so different than here, and maybe just because I don't, I don't sit in enough churches here, but over there, wow, you know. But I was like, whoa, that that is cool, um, and I sat there and I just thought of so much. I don't even know. I just let. I just thought of okay. Now, Steve and I didn't choose to have kids, but I was like, maybe there was a kid that wanted to come through is going to come through somewhere else. Maybe the Aww. spirit that we're supposed to, you know, harbor is Xavier or the dog that we're going to maybe get once we have a yard, you know. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, you know, I thought about that, and I thought about how one time a reader told me that um, – that yeah no totally fine like it's totally fine that you guys didn't choose to have kids because honestly every being that that you're supposed to be in contact with comes through to you in really different ways um and they said that there's going to be a woman in your life who's going to have a boy and that boy you're going to have a lot of connection with and the reason is is because that's one of your you know one of your little soul connections and I was like that is so cool it just made me feel like like that just it made me feel so grounded in who I am for some reason, um, mm-hmm. but it also brings up this whole thing of like death and birth. It's almost like why are these even definitions that we have? Because there's so many realms of things going on that we're not aware of that are taken care of for us, um, yeah, and that we don't think about, but we we participate in all the time. 
Yeah. Well, and it's just like, you know, the the podcast that we had about time. So if anyone hasn't listened to time, yeah. please listen to time. Uh, yeah. But time is just something that we needed to identify for ourselves as physical beings. And birth and death are the exact same thing. We needed something mm-hmm. to call the beginning and we needed something to call the end. And mm-hmm. I, I, regardless of the reasons why, I think most people that have had a connection to birth and or have children or um, have even new relationships in in your life or or death or someone transitioning or passing on anyone that has had those connections know that it's not the beginning and it's not the end it is just Mm -hmm. change it's just change it's just transition my mom actually said to me yesterday she called and said um and I don't know if I've talked about her yet, but she has liver cancer. She's been in assistant living for 10 years, and um, she's gone through a lot physically. Um, and the liver cancer diagnosis was, I think, yeah, just last spring. So she said to me, I don't think I'm going to die soon. I was like, all right. And she said, I think I'm going to live, like, longer, a little bit longer. I was like, yeah, like, whatever you want to do, Mom. It was almost like the same conversation. Like, she says, I really want those pull-up leggings that look like jeans. I'm like, okay, whatever you want. Like, it was the same conversation. I was like, all right. She was like, yeah, that's that's it. That's all she wanted to say. Like, I'm just going to live longer. And so, you know, somebody like her. I'm going to live longer and I'm going to get me some jeggings. (laughs) Yeah. Let's get you some jeggings. You can live in those. (laughs) Um, Yeah, she's very spiritual and psychic, even though she doesn't really relate to those two things. But, you know, if she says she's going to live longer, uh, we're going to have a long time with her because she's just, that's what she's decided. That's what she's connected with. So that's how it's going to be. She's fine. 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 Yeah, no, it's amazing. And I actually, I think what we were just talking about as well kind of gives us a segue into what the rest of October's podcast are going to be. We are going to do a podcast Mm -hmm. about um, uh, past lives. So I think that Mm -hmm. will be a really fun one, too. But do you have any cards? Do you have any cards with you to pull cards? Okay, good. I, I got some cards, too. Well, no, as you said, oh, because oh. uh, I don't. But since I'm on a phone, okay. I'm going to mosey on upstairs. Okay. Get well, some cards. Well, well, so you go ahead and pull yours. I'm going to. Yeah, well, Mosey's, I'm going to pick cards. So I'm actually using a deck right now. It's um, another deck by John Holland. You guys know that I love my John Holland decks. And it's the um, Psychic Tarot for the Heart deck. And the deck is green, which is also the um, color of the heart chakra. So it's a beautiful deck. And the reason I chose it is because I'm just feeling like, excuse me, surrounding myself with love lately. So I'm going to pull a card. And I have this huge, big, awesome pile in front of me. Okay. Oh, this card that I pulled is really beautiful. Um, It's a picture of a woman, and she's holding her hands at her chest. And the way she's holding her hands, it's kind of making the shape of a heart. And she's. um, it looks like she's in a meditative or contemplative state, lots of blue colors, and it says daydreams and decisions. It's an emotional card. And Mm. um, what this kind of relates, to for me is uh, kind of, I guess, like what we've been talking about in terms of like um, reality versus spirituality, things like that. 
is daydreams and decisions. So daydreams is of its own realm. Daydreams is essentially yourself being meditative and imagining and using intuition. And um, decisions is a very physical thing. It's like making decisions. So for me, the way I look at this is kind of melding the two, bringing the Hmm. two together. So, yeah, that's that's what I got into. Yeah, Yeah. Can you put that picture on Facebook? Yes, I'll put it on Instagram and Facebook. Yeah, definitely. Cool. All right. So I ran upstairs and I just grabbed a deck and what I grabbed is messages from your angels from Doreen Virtue. Um, Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, Yeah, it's one of her earlier ones. She still has blonde hair. (laughs) Um, So I just... Back when Doreen still dyed her hair. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Or wait, I don't even know what color her hair is. Is it brown? Oh, her hair is that like her yeah, normal? Brown now. Yeah, brown oh, for natural color. Oh, but is that color. like for natural? Yeah. Oh, it is. Okay, it is. She stopped the using blonde. the dye. Yeah. Oh, no, okay. Interesting. Okay. Um, I picked Archangel um, Uriel. Is it Uriel? You. It's Uriel. Yes. Uriel. Yes. Okay. And he says your emotions are healing, which enables you to open to greater love. I will help you release anger and unforgiveness from your heart and mind. That's pretty wonderful. And I think it's um, wonderful. Yeah, I think that's an interesting thing to bring up when we talk about death is, is forgiveness and anger or unforgiveness and anger because, yeah, you know, even though when people die, that doesn't mean that you automatically tie up your emotions in a bow and they're done. Like, uh, for example, my dad, you know, still goes through processes of anger and forgiveness with his dad as most, Mm -hmm. as we do with our parents, you know, it's not done once, once death happens, which is another reason why things still, um, you know, live on even after death. So I think that's a really great message there. I'll post that as well. Okay, great. All right. Yay. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us for Spirit Stuff and bearing with us. We hope this quality and everything sounds great. Um, We're really looking forward to getting together again, to actually recording (laughs) physically together, even though I feel like this worked out totally fine. I'm really happy. This is all right. right. Okay, good. Okay, cool. cool. All right. So thanks again, guys. We hope you enjoyed and keep listening. We love it. Remember, hashtag Spirit Selfie. All right. Bye. Hi. So you can connect with us on iTunes and Google Play, also through our social media platforms. Yeah. Find us at Spirit Stuff with Ian H on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. We'd love to hear from you. Hashtag Spirit Selfie. Woo!